you for joining us on the Pretty Rough Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Simone. And I'm Kat. And we want to thank you for joining us for episode five. This is so exciting. A whole five episodes, Kat. I feel like it doesn't feel like that much. I remember looking like fifth episode and I was like, really? Like, you know, time flies when you're having fun with your best friend, you know? Am I right? You're right. (laughs) So, Simone, I had an experience this past weekend. Okay. Tell me everything. Um, So, basically, it's on the topic of firsts in relationships. Um, okay. As you know, Skylar and I, it'll be um, about four months, I think, next week. Ugh, again, time flies. Time flies. Fun. It feels like so much longer, but we were joking around um, prior to this weekend, actually, about, like, passing gas first in a relationship, like, <laughs> when you should do it, when it's appropriate, um, how gross is it? Blah, blah, blah. And I, I was like, I don't really care. Like, just do it whenever. And then he was like, no, no, no. We have to Google this. So we Googled oh it. Oh, my God. It's a real thing. People have asked this on Google. And people have answered this, answered this on Google. So apparently five months is the um, the mark where you, okay. you can feel comfortable enough to pass gas. And, and we were like, okay, we're almost there. Okay, we're fine. We'll make it to then. And so... Um, this past weekend, a bunch of his friends came up and, you know, we all drank and um, me in particular, I uh, I drank a little too much. Oh, no, you got shwasty, white girl wasty. <laughs> I'm not one to, this is a little too much information, but I mean, this is pretty rough. So I'm going to say, I mean, share it, girl, share it. So I, um, I spent the night vomiting and I never, that was my first time really doing that. So I was like all night, I was like, I don't throw up. I'm, I'm like. I'm a superhuman, like, I'm Wait, like, question. I have a question. You've never thrown up from drinking too much before. There was one time before, but it was, it was mostly liquid throwing up. Like, I, it wasn't really chunks, if that, oh. if that helps your. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate, I needed to know the consistency of your vomit in order to really yeah. understand. Last time, the, severity. the first time it was more of like, just the, it was just a liquid. I, I. I guess I didn't have anything in my stomach, but anyways, so. Okay. Um, moving on. <laughs> moving on. We had a great dinner, fajitas, with some peppers and salsa, and um, they greeted me back um, a few hours Yeah, ago. they repeated on you. They, yeah, <laughs> it was it was interesting, but um, anyways, so <laughs> the next day, I was talking to Skylar about it, because he was the one taking care of me, God bless him, and I was like... I just brought up the 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 passing gas thing again for some reason it just came up and I was like haha like I wonder when it's gonna happen and he goes um well (laughs) about that and I was like no way I'm sorry what (laughs) I said explain and I guess um the whole night wasn't a blur, but there was moments that I don't remember and I guess while I was throwing up there may have been some gas passed and oh my god I was the first and it's only been four months so I mean we're we're doomed basically we have no you're not doomed (laughs) my goodness we didn't make it to the five months like it was I was like okay well it's your turn now like it's bring it on so I'm just waiting for that but yeah 
start passing that I'm, gas, guy. It's your turn. Because I'm such a, I'm not a girly girl. Like I'm, I don't find that stuff gross. So even before when we had that conversation, I was like, you know what? Like I really don't care. Just do it. But um, yeah, it was me. Oh my god, I think it's fascinating, and I think it's really smart that you Googled it. Um, because I know that everyone's had that question, but I've never thought about like a definitive answer and five months seems appropriate. I mean, it seems very soon to me. I have a fear of farting in front of my significant other. I have never farted in front of a boyfriend. Um, I've only ever had three serious boyfriends, but, and gone on lots of dates um and had like situationships but the my three serious boyfriends I've never <laughs> I've never farted in front of them and I'm scared I'm I have IBS and I'm a very gassy person so like my stomach's percolating as we speak and I oh like, am like I'm so I'm terrified you yourself, basically you torture yourself. I know it, it hurts, hurts. It's not good for your body. That's what, when I started realizing that, like how bad it was for your body, I was like, okay, I really don't care. But wait, is it really that bad for your body? Or is it just uncomfortable? To hold it in, that's really, that's not okay. I mean, for your stomach, that's not, it doesn't feel nice. Yeah, it hurts bad. (laughs) But um, you want to hear something so bad? So I, one of my three series boyfriends was in Philadelphia. And I, for like a year and some change, would go back and forth to Philly and stay for like four days. I would go on like a Thursday and stay till like Sunday. And I would not fart. I would like, if we were walking, he lived like right in downtown Philly. And so I would like wait for a bus to pass by when we were walking (laughs) (laughs) to like, to like keep it from so no one could tell. I mean, it, I was in so much pain. I mean, I loved him dearly, but by Sunday I was like, I'm, if you put a, if I hold a string, I'm going to float away like a balloon. Like I could not wait to get out of there sometimes. And then if I took the train in, forget about it. I couldn't fart on the Amtrak either. So I usually would drive for fart purposes. Oh my gosh. That's so bad. It sounds so silly, but it's so serious. Like that I've been, I think I used to do that in school. I would like get so nervous in school or when your stomach rumbles, yeah. when everyone's quiet. And um, I, yeah, I had a fear of that before too. And just like holding it in is just not, it's not a good thing. It's really not. But I mean, I get, I get really the bad. nervousness, but I think if someone loves you truly, then they're not going to care really. Yeah. Listen, uh, sky's in it for the long haul. Okay. <laughs> You farted, you puked. Who do you remember anything? Like, did you say anything super embarrassing? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, I remember all? a lot of it. It's just l- like little moments like that when I was really bad <laughs> towards the end of the night that you lose. I don't, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't think I was making any um any sense, <laughs> any like formed sentence sentences. <laughs> so that could have helped. Um, yeah, I don't think so. He hasn't said anything, so maybe maybe (laughs) (laughs) oh man well congratulations really I mean congratulations I'm really happy for you guys I'm a little proud I'm like okay I beat you like whatever winner 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 but um yeah so anyway all overall this experience kind of changed me because I I was sick that night and then I ended up being sick the rest of the weekend which like 
because I'm a lightweight and my body, I usually eat pretty well. So it just like messed with my whole body, my mood. Um, after the weekend, Skylar and I had a conversation and we were like, yeah, we both feel like terrible just physically, mentally, emotionally from drinking so much, you know? Yeah, it messes with your brain chemistry. It really does. And so I was like, okay, well, let's try not drinking for like a month and then go from there. And so we, I think December 11th is the the full month mark. So we're going to try not drinking, mm-hmm. which isn't a problem. We don't, we're not excessive drinkers, but I mean, if like, if we go out to dinner or if we have a night in and drink wine, that's usually what we do. So it'll be interesting. And I'm, I'm excited. It's a challenge, you know, it's Mm -hmm. who doesn't love a good glass of wine. I hear you. Anytime you can hit the reset button on your body. I think it's great. Yeah. Like, I think anytime you can do a cleanse is great. I mean, I think people probably look at it sideways, like because it's drinking, but really you can cleanse yourself from anything like, oh, I'm not going to eat carbs for a month, or I'm not going to buy coffee unless I make it myself for a month. I think it's really great that you guys are like, no booze November. (laughs) No booze November. Especially with the holidays coming up too. It might be hard at Thanksgiving, but I mean, you, does your family really drink at Thanksgiving or not really? Oh (laughs) yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh no. (laughs) It's like beer, beer city, but I'm, ever honestly like the whole weekend was so bad and like my body's honestly still kind of recovering so I'm yeah I just don't have a desire to drink right now and I Mm -hmm. honestly feel like I can get a lot more done and I like being in control of my own body I hate having to have someone take care of me and there's just so many factors so I think even after the month I'm probably probably going to keep it going so it's just kind of like a test right now to see um you know how things improve without it and so and maybe I'll keep it going so that's kind of just like yeah a change I've made this past week that's awesome thank you that's awesome and I think it helps too when you're with someone who's super healthy I mean Sky is next level Mm -hmm. healthy like health conscious I mean that's his business is like motivation and like getting up early and doing what you're supposed to do and I think it's really great when you have a partner who's like that because it makes you, he holds you accountable, I'm sure. And, you know, yeah, you you hold each other accountable. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah, no, I wanted to know your opinion and if you would, you would ever do such a thing. Yeah, I mean, I'll do it with yeah. you. I'll, December, December 11th, yep. right? All right. That means I can't drink wine on Thanksgiving. Fuck. I, but I just committed. I committed in front of our audience and in front of God and in front of you. <laughs> I think with these things, you have to like have your heart in it. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, if you want to. Yeah, I'm not. Maybe I'll pick something. I feel like I should pick something that's a little bit more difficult only because I rarely drink. Right. So it's really not that much of a sacrifice. So maybe I'll. What could I do? Hmm. I think what I really need to do is reduce my screen time Mm, yep and I so I want to do that and I want to do in a minute I want you to tell everybody about your nighttime routine because I'm so impressed with you I want to do that nighttime routine every night until December 11th Mm. so you guys will do an alcohol cleanse and I will do a screen time and nighttime routine that's what I'll come to I am so proud of you no I am and I 
So this, I mean, it's new to me as well. Like I only just started really implementing it this week and I've seen such a change. So I'll basically go over it. Yeah. Tell everybody. I think it's fascinating. I love it. I'm in it. I have insomnia. You don't have to have insomnia to do this, um, but it it'll result in better sleep, waking up more well-rested and just like gaining more clarity before you go to sleep. Cause basically what happens before you go to sleep is your conscious mind is working. You're thinking about what happened during the day. You're thinking of all the things that went wrong, what you did wrong. And then when you go to sleep, it's your unconscious that's, that's working in overdrive and it's thinking of all those bad things. And so it's ruining Mm -hmm. your sleep. So what you need to do is fill your mind with good things before you go to sleep. So basically an overview is I put my phone away at 8.30. You know, you can check all your social media one last time, get your fill in, set your alarms, blah, 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 put your phone away. Yeah. So first step is I do, you know, floss, brush my teeth, wash my face, skincare stuff first. And then I close Simone's skincare, close Simone's skincare, <laughs> which I know you do every night anyway, Simone. Um, and, and then what I do is you can do any kind of journaling, but I write down three things that I was that I was grateful for that day. So, for example, yesterday I wrote down, you know, it could be as silly as I am so grateful for the amazing tuna I had for lunch. Like I literally wrote that down because <laughs> it was so it was mm-hmm. just a moment of joy. And sometimes you really have to think back in the day, like what did I, what was I grateful for today? And it really makes you think. And you think of like some random thing that happened at the drive through in the morning that made you happy. And those little things are so important. So write down three things, starting with, I am so grateful for, or I am so grateful because this happened. And then I write one big goal, which is really ongoing, you know, it, one that doesn't have an end. Um, mm-hmm. It could be like a, a business goal, a money goal, a fitness goal, blah, blah, blah. And then okay. you do a, a goal for the next day. So my goal today, my goal last night that I wrote for today was I will go to the gym. I didn't go to the gym today, so, <laughs> so I failed. But I mean, it's just like, pretty rough, pretty rough. Damn rough. <laughs> but I mean, it's just something as small as that. Or I will, I don't know, I'll, uh, I'll read more tomorrow, whatever. Something like that. Fold my laundry I'll or something. Yeah. something so, or it could be a bigger thing, whatever. And then after that, I read those back to myself just to remind yourself what you're grateful for. And then I read a book and I read about a chapter or two because my attention span is, um, it's not great, especially when I'm tired. So I read like a chapter. And then after that, I will do some stretches on my yoga mat. And it doesn't have to be yoga. Like it's just literally the most basic stretches to shake out and stretch out the stress of the day and you know maybe your leg is hurting that day spend extra time on it just simple stretches and you know breathing and yeah staying present staying present really yeah Yeah. that's the whole thing about this nighttime routine is like taking time for yourself because we don't do that and so after that it's extensive by the way (laughs) because I'm still going on but and then I do what is called manifesting and I've written down five big things that I want to manifest in the next year or so. And I've written them down as if they've already happened. And this is something we should go into another time, the law of attraction, Mm -hmm. because I think we're both, Simone and I are both really into it. And um, 
basically, let's say you want a Range Rover, you would write down, I am so happy that I have, you know, this, this black Range Rover that I get to drive around all the time. Yeah. And the universe likes it when you're specific. You have to be super specific. Yeah. And so I've written down five different things like that. And I repeat those to myself. And you, you know, you have to make yourself feel the way you think you would feel when that happens so that it's, it's a real mind, body, emotion connection. And the universe will listen to that. That's very holistic. I know some people are going to be like, okay, crazies, but I believe yeah, that. it sounds super frou-frou, yeah, but it's, but- I mean, I've implemented this into my life too, the law of attraction, and it really helps. It really helps. Even if you don't believe in the law of attraction, just setting a goal mm-hmm. um, and having a long-term vision, like you can't get somewhere until you've made a plan. And so it just kind of is a part of your subconscious. So you're always kind of working towards that goal. I think that's awesome. And it sounds, I'll be honest, it sounds like a lot, but it's, I know that it's not no. to explain it takes much longer yeah. than to do it yeah and you're worth it like you are worth the time it takes to get really restful sleep did you find that when you first started to do it it was very difficult to put your phone down and keep it down not really no because I I don't know I I've I know that looking at my phone right before bed is um, one of the main reasons why I'm having insomnia so what I've started to do is okay. put my phone across the room because usually I have it right next to my pillow. So having it across the room, kind of out of sight, out of mind. Um, oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, and also when your alarm goes off in the morning, you have to get up. You have to get out of yeah. bed. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't been difficult for that. What I found difficult was being consistent. Sometimes I get home and I'm way too tired and I'm like, you know what, I don't have to do it tonight. But in all reality, it the other day I got home a little bit later and – the last step of this process is meditating. And I, I skipped the meditating part and I woke up feeling just not well. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel as great as I had in the beginning of the week when I was being consistent and I didn't get to meditate that following day either. And it was just, everything was off. And I was like, wow, like having, making this a habit is so important because it's going to keep my mood at a steady, a steady, um, just like happy, peaceful place that I, you know, yeah. need for my job. I work with a toddler, so it's very stressful and I need to be, I need to have that like calm disposition. So. Right. Yeah. I'm excited to start to do this. I have, you've told me the past week that you've done it and how great you feel um, and I'm excited. So you guys will do an alcohol cleanse and I will do a um, nighttime routine um, implementation. One part that I'm excited is um, I'm excited about is to be able to read. And I actually, if our listeners are looking for a book, I have one. Tell us about it. I have a, I have a suggestion. If you go to thisiswhyimbroke.com, you could find the, the perfect book for you. And that is How Not to Be a Dick, an Everyday Etiquette Guide. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's, it's available on digital download for Kindle or hardcover. And on This Is Why I'm Broke, we'll send you to the Amazon, uh, the Amazon listing so you truly can buy it. On one hand, nobody wants to be a dick. On the other hand, dicks are everywhere. 
They cut in line, they talk behind our backs, they recline in our seats, and even have the power to morph into trolls online. Their powers are impressive, but with the foresight and thoughtfulness, we can take a stand against dickishness today. Is that a real book? Yes, I'm telling you, you can purchase it for $16.99 on hardcover or a digital download on Kindle for $10.99. I feel like I need that book. Yeah, I feel like it's a great coffee table book. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of dickishness, um, I was thinking the other day, this past weekend, actually, about how many bad dates I've been on. Um, and I jotted down a couple, and I just want to share one with you that came to mind. I don't think I've ever told you this story. So I'm so excited. I have been online dating. Do you remember what OkCupid is? Yep. So that was like the very first free online dating site for people of all ages. So eHarmony, Match.com, Plenty of Fish, Christian Mingle, those those are like for older and middle-aged people. And it was kind of taboo. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like Tinder now where like everybody's on it and it, they're like there's zero shame. Mm-hmm. OkCupid was the first one for younger, it was geared more towards younger, but there were people of all ages. Um... And I remember the woman I was nannying for had an okay cupid and she was like, I I um I was like, you know, whatever, I'll 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 do it. She was like, you should. I had just gone through a breakup and she was like, just just go on there and just create a pool. Just a pool of guys. Cause you've you've dated this one guy and now you broke up. You need to go out and date more. And this woman, I always say, my mom taught me how to be a lady, but Heather, shouts to Heather, Heather taught me how to be a woman. Like all of like the, my mom kept it very classy (laughs) and like Heather filled me in on like some of the cold, hard truth of like, this is how, you know, she just was a different, different woman, a strong, empowered feminist. Not that my mom isn't, but she just was a different kind of woman. And I, I just, I really appreciated her. And so she was like, just create a pool like of guys to pick from. So I did. And I (laughs) was like convinced at like 20 that I was going to be, I was just going to be alone forever. Like that's like, I'm going to be alone forever. (laughs) So I'm like, I guess I will retire to the, I will resort to online dating. So I made a profile and I finally worked up the courage to go on a date with this guy. Right. So he's like, we're let's let's go to Starbucks, right? The the classic coffee first before I make a full investment. Mm. And so it's my first this was my first time going on a blind date. I was so nervous. I thought about I remember getting ready at my friend's house and I thought of every way I could to get out of it. But she was like, No, you gotta do it. Like it's I feel like this will be really good for you. So I'm like, okay. I was so nervous. Worse than an audition. I would rather audition in front of Ryan Gosling and Zach Efron than repeat the feelings I felt <laughs> on that first blind date. Like it was crazy. So I this is what I knew about him. He was tall, not really my type, but cute, um, built really well. And on his profile it said, um, pro soccer player uh, or retired pro soccer player or something. He had gotten an injury, I learned, and was a professional soccer player from like the Ukraine and then moved here for a job. Sketchy, a bit. right? But I'm like, 
whatever, I'm just gonna go on this date. Now, I'm a very cautious person. And when I look back on the dates I've gone on, I'm like, shit, even though I'm so cautious and everybody always knew where I was at all times because I was not trying to get kidnapped, bad shit could still mm -hmm. happen. Like, I think about some of the, like, it was risky. So he's like, meet me for coffee. So we meet at Starbucks and I'm sitting there and he walks past me and then walks backwards and is like, oh, are you laughter is key one? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, laughter is key. That's me. Even though he knew my real name, like we had talked for a, uh, like a couple weeks before we decided to go on this date. And he was like, I was like, yeah, that's, that's me, Simone. He's like, oh, hello. It's like, hey, he had like a little bit of an accent. I'm not going to try right. to recreate it. So he's like, so we're, we're um, talking about like what we, he's like, oh, what do you do? And I had just, um, I was almost done with aesthetic school. So I was talking about, you know, how I'm an esthetician and I had like a hormonal breakout and I never really got like tons of acne, but around my period, I always get like one really big, really sore blemish. And I had it like right on my cheek and I did my best to cover it up. Right. So I'm like, oh, I do skincare. And he's like, oh, you help with acne and stuff. Hmm. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, interesting because, uh, you have a zit. And I would think that if you're going to do this, like you would have perfect skin. <gasps> now, 20 year old or gosh, no, I was, was I 21? Yeah, I was 21. 21 year or 27 year old Simone today would be like, do you know how fucking lucky you are to be sitting on a date with me? You're an asshole. I would have gotten up and left. 21 year old me was like, I'm going to be alone forever. So I should probably just like, you know, I was nervous. So yeah. I was like, oh, well, you know, no one's skin is perfect. It's your body's largest living organ. And sometimes it has a mind of its own. Like I was like nervously explaining to this douchebag about why I had a pimple. Meanwhile, you could go sledding off of his nose. In fact, I'm pretty sure his nose was the Jamaican bobsled they used in the movie Cool Runnings. Okay? <laughs> Talking shit about my zip, asshole. Right? Oh, so, so I'm like, oh, yeah. So then we talk or whatever and laugh. And then we end up leaving. And he calls me like two minutes after we leave Starbucks. And he's like, hey, I felt like that was really fun. He was like a very abrupt person. Hey, I, and yeah. I think it might be because he's Clearly. like, I know, obviously. I think it's part, partly because he was like Eastern European. And they can, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, my dad is part Russian, um, part Polish. And I had like a Russian Polish grandma. She was very, like, just very straightforward. So he was like, that was really fun. Um, I'd like to take you out to dinner tomorrow. Would you like that? And I was like, Okay, sure. Because I was like, this is like the first person since my ex who's like shown me any kind of like real. I just was like, all right, whatever. I'll just go. Right. Even though he totally insulted me and I wanted to cry because I was PMSing. And he's like, stop at my house first and then I'll drive us. We were going out in New Haven. He lived in Hamden. That's only like 12 minutes away from where we were going. So he's like, just um, drive to my house and then I will go. Um, you know, we'll, I'll drive us to the, the restaurant. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm thinking in my head, oh, that's safe because I don't want him to know where I live. But really, you idiot, 21-year-old, I was going up into his apartment. Like, if anything, no, if anything no. bad is going to happen, it's going to happen on his turf. 
right? I was like, oh no, he, right. I can't have him know where I live. So I'm just going to go up into his sex lair. Like, <laughs> oh my God. So no, I go up to his apartment and it's in this um, really nice building. And he, so I felt safe. I was like, it's not, you know, there are some parts of Hamden that are, can be rough, but this was like, yeah, I have to have known that this was like a safe area. My grandma, before she moved to Florida, actually lived in the same building. So it was like, it was good. Right. So, um, he opens up the door or no, he goes to let me in and, um, we walk through the parking garage and he's like, Hey, um, see that car over there? And it was like this super fancy Beamer, like two seater, really very expensive car. And he's like, that's, mm-hmm. good. that's what I'm going to be driving, it, driving you to the restaurant in. And I was like, okay. Like, I'm not impressed by that shit. I grew up in a country club. I've been around very expensive cars before. Like, I'm not really impressed by that. So I was kind of like, oh, you're a douche. So red flag <laughs> number one. So we go upstairs right. and he's like, hey, I have to get in the shower. Feel free to, like, get yourself some water or, you know, I have a second bathroom. We have to use the bathroom, chill out on the couch, whatever. I'm only going to be like 15 minutes. So I'm like, okay. Meanwhile, you could have offered me a glass of water instead of being like, grab water yourself. But I'm happy. Or you showered before I got there. Or showered before I got there. Exactly. So I'm like, okay. I'm happy he asked me or told me I had permission to go get a glass of water because I took that as permission to snoop, okay? (laughs) Now, what I'm about to tell you is going to sound made up. It's so fucking bizarre. Oh, God. So I open up the cabinet, first cabinet, and I waited until the water was, like, running, so I knew he was, like, officially. Yeah, yeah. I open up one cabinet, empty. I open up a second cabinet, empty i mean not even like spare tupperware containers bare bones cat i open up a third there's three shelves one coffee mug on the top shelf next to one glass next to second shelf one plate one bowl third shelf paper napkins so I'm like, I go, okay, well, maybe he's just doing dishes right now. I open up the dishwasher, empty. <laughs> he only has one mug, one cup, one plate, and one bowl. That's psychotic. So I'm like, I wonder how much silverware he has. So I go through the drawers. All the drawers are empty. I open up one, one fork, one spoon. One steak knife, which I'm convinced is going to be the murder weapon by the end of the night, and one butter knife. Is that not so bizarre? I'm really confused. And by the way, by the way, I never got an answer. I never got an answer as to why this is the way he is. So I'm like, okay, um, well, I don't want to use this one cup, so I guess I'm not going to get water. (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I have like two minutes now because he's been in the shower for a while I have two minutes to escape I can either escape and get out now or I can get a free dinner and so I decided to just stay (laughs) and get a free dinner 
And so we're in his, um, he's like, oh, he gets like dressed up, right? Like he's in like ni a nice um, suit, not suit, but like, you know, mm -hmm. button down dress pants. And I'm in like yeah, cute yeah. little, I was like a size two. I looked so cute. I was like, like dressed up, right? Because he told me like dress yeah. up. Do you know that this motherfucker <sighs> takes me in his like $100,000 BMW? We go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh. <laughs> I swear. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Now, it was during Lent. It was a Friday night during Lent. And I don't know if you're aware of what happens during Lent, but Catholic people cannot eat meat on Fridays during Lent. It's an observance mm. to like, um, it's fasting. It's, you know, Jesus 40 days in the desert to prepare to be on the cross. And we like meditate, meditate the, the same way. Um, and so there's different sacrifices that you make during Lent. And one of them is no meat on Fridays. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll get like, they always have like a cod or like a, like fish tacos or something. I'm like, whatever, I'll get that in my fucking fancy heels, I guess. So Ooh. I thought, okay, well maybe we're just going to get a drink first and then go to the real restaurant because there's no way that this guy I'm like I'm thinking to myself no wonder he has this expensive car because he saves a whole lot of money on dinner and dishes because he doesn't right. have any <laughs> so, that makes sense I'm like wow this is really and the whole time he's like he likes uh he was listening to what's it called uh not Metallica but like dance music like house EDM. music and black, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't find a beat that da -da 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 -da. I'm like, I can't find a beat. I need to be able to like bop my head and I just can't. It's just, it just reminds me of like what a brain aneurysm feels like. Like that's how house music makes me feel. He's listening to shitty music. He takes me to Buffalo Wild Wings and the waitress like gives us, she looks at us like, oh, are you guys here for, do you guys want to sit at the bar? He's like, no, no, no we're going to get a table. I'm like, she, she's on the same page as I am. She's like, what the fuck are you guys doing here in that, in those right. outfits? So we sit down and, you know, the waitress is like, um, or the hostess is like, so-and-so will be your waitress. Um, here are your menus. And they walk away. So mm -hmm. I'm looking at my menu, looking for a fish product. And he takes my menu away and is like, don't worry, I've got this. And I'm like, what? I go, okay. Now at this point, I know I'm never getting a second date. So I'm just going to let him do whatever. I, at this point, I'm not even going to help him save himself. You're going to make an, you've already made an ass of yourself. Keep going, please. At this point, it's just <laughs> entertainment. And I'm slightly scared of you. So I'm going to go along with whatever you say. One fork man. Right. So I'm like. The waitress comes over and she's like, um, can you, can I get you guys anything to drink? And he's like, yeah, she'll have a, um, she'll have a, what's it? Why can't I think of it? She'll have a Corona and I'll have, um, a gin on the rocks. I'm like who orders a gin on the rocks at Buffalo Wild Wings? Order a beer, <laughs> you douche. And I also was not drinking for Lent. So yeah. he ordered the beer and it just sat there and he was like, aren't you going to drink it? And I was like, no. No, I'm all sad. I don't, I don't like to drink on first dates, which I don't actually. <laughs> but I hated that he like ordered for me. Yeah. And then she, <laughs> the waitress comes back and she's like, um, what can I, you know, what, have you guys decided? He goes, yep. And I'm like, I don't say anything because I know he's going to order for me. He's like, <laughs> we're going to do four of the honey garlic pepper 
wings? And she's like, okay. And then she looks at me and she's like, are you going to get anything? I go, I just shake my head. Like, no, (laughs) no girl. And she's like, okay. He ordered four wings for the two of us. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe it's an appetizer. I don't fucking know. But I didn't eat it because I couldn't eat meat. Right. And he's like, why aren't you eating? And I was like, I can't. I'm Catholic. I'm. It's Lent. I can't eat meat. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Not like I'll call the waitress over, get you a fish taco or a cod filet. I'll get you a filet of fish on the way home from Mickey D's. Nothing. Oh, okay. And then he finishes his four wings. And then I'm like, all right, I really got to get out of this. Like, he really thinks that it's going well. And I could tell he wants us to linger. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm really getting a bad headache. And he's like, all right, um, I'll take you home. I just, I want to eat these celery sticks first. And then I'll ask for the check. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. All right. So we (laughs) get the check. And he's like, do you want to come, do you want to come up? And I was like, no, no, that's okay. Um, I'm good. Thank you. Uh, And he's like, all right, well, uh, do I get a kiss? And I was like, no, I don't like to kiss on the first date, which is not true. If there's good chemistry, say hello to my tongue. (laughs) I do not. I like, I don't like it's, you know, I I would never, I don't sleep on the first date, but I will kiss you on the first date. Um, And I was like, yeah, no, it's okay. And he like grabs me. Now, back then, I just would have been like, oh, yeah, he's just like, like he got handsy. Now I'm like, this is hashtag, um, hashtag me too moment. He like grabbed my face and like, like pushed me against the car and like stuck his tongue all in my throat. It was disgusting. And I ended up leaving. And on my way home, I I called Heather, my like guru. And I was like, I, I felt so sad because it's the first date I went on with my ex or since my ex. And I was like, I just feel like he won and, and I lost because he's happy with someone else. And I just went on a bad date. Like, I was so upset. And she was like, no, it's okay. It's just one date. Like, you're literally going to go on millions of these. And she, and I thought, no, there's no way. But she was right. Here I am sitting on 20, at 27. I've been on a million and one dates. And that was just the first one. <laughs> so bad. I cannot believe you never told me that. That was the greatest story. I kind of can't believe I haven't told you either. I actually forgot. I truly forgot about it until last week, and I was driving around Hamden, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I saw his apart the apartment buildings, and I was like, "Holy shit!" That is amazing. Isn't that bizarre? That's so funny. I know. It's hard out here for a pimp. It really is. <laughs> It's it's hit or miss. And like, you really don't know if they're a serial killer. I'm still not convinced Skylar is not a killer. (laughs) Poor (laughs) Sky. (laughs) I met all your family and all your friends, so you can't do anything crazy now. That's right. We've got a track record. And you know, my... My black side will will talk, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, they took he took my friend. I know where she where she was. <laughs> I remember telling my friend whose house I got ready for the date, uh, or the first time I had met him. Yeah, and she was like, I told she and her mom, 
because she was in um, a long-term relationship and never really dated. And her mom was like fascinated by the online dating thing. Mm. I tend to have friends that are in relationships. And so that didn't like date besides you, you get what it's like to be on Bumble. But I have a lot of people around me that don't, that like just never, like they just found the one and that was it. And so, (laughs) which is hard to be around, but, um, they, I'm always like, everybody's like, so tell me about this date or like, Hey, can you pull up your Bumble so I can like swipe for you? I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I was telling my friend and her mom and they were like, you should have gotten out of there. And that was crazy. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't know. I worried about like when I was younger, I worried more about what people thought. I still worry about what people think, but a lot, excuse me, but a lot less Mm -hmm. than I, like I didn't leave because I was nervous of like, I'm going to look so stupid. Mm -hmm. Girl, who cares? You're going to look alive. You'll look stupid, (laughs) but you'll look alive. Okay. Well, you got a good story out of it. Like I, I can, as you were telling it, I could picture it in my head and it was, it's great. Like it needs to be, there needs to be a movie made of Simone's dates because each of them are so interesting and hilarious. They're fascinating. They're very, I don't know any, anybody else who has stories like mine. Like, it's just it's crazy it's really really crazy and you're right it's like when you first hear it you're like no like that's made up but like this shit really like i believe you you can't you can't make make (laughs) like it's just oh that is i wonder how he's doing today what's his name i do um i don't even remember it was like a very was it not gertrude it was like Jerd, it was like a very Eastern European, right, 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 ethnic name. Like it wasn't like John. It wasn't John like that. But um, that is so funny. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was very. Yeah, it was just a lot. It was a lot. A lot to take it, in. It was a lot. Um, you know, he didn't have in his uh, <laughs> in his cabinet was um shit the bed hot sauce oh my god you could you could punish your anus permanently <laughs> stain your bed sheets by bravely sprinkling some shit the bed hot sauce onto your meat <laughs> it's loaded with scorpion chilies the third hottest chili in the world along with a blend of varied herbs and spices this could be yours for the low low price of 18 dollars. go to this is why i and get some shit the bed hot sauce now if he had that i would have run i really would have been out of there i mean i don't think craziness yeah i don't think he knows how to do life properly so i don't think he knows how to like navigate the internet he had like a tv he had like a couch no pillows like it was all it was a very stripped i i you can't even say he just moved in because even when your ass moves in, you can't buy one plate at a time. I'm sorry. And why would you? Why would you? Even if you could, why would you? Exactly. It just doesn't make sense. Yes. No. You're right. It doesn't. So, Kat. Hello? Hi. <laughs> yes, Mom. So, in, in light of the upcoming holiday, Thanksgiving, mm. I thought we should do a would you rather pie edition. Ooh. What do you think? Is it saying what pies you prefer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not no, see, I'm I've never had I've had pie. I've had pie. Okay. I've only had crappy 
store-bought pie. I've never had a legit homemade pie before. Okay, well, I'm bringing you a slice of some of my mom's desserts for Thanksgiving. I feel so sad that you've never had a homemade pie. I know. I feel like I have, like, maybe once, but, like, I really yeah, don't Yeah, that's so sad. I know. I, it is really sad. And I just right, really- Well, maybe, maybe this isn't the right quiz. I mean, we'll do it anyway, but- Yeah, I mean, I, I know the flavors. I know a little bit about the pies. <laughs> You're like, I don't live under a rock. I've just never had pie, okay, asshole? <laughs> I can be like the young kids. I know about pies. <laughs> okay. Oh, speaking of pie, this just reminded me. Um, my grandparents went to go see a movie one time years and years ago. And they came back and they were so pissed. And my mom was like, how is, how is the movie? Like, what's, what's the matter? And they were like, oh, God, it was disgusting. It was horrible. It was so sexual. And my mom was like, what was the name of the movie again? They were like, we saw American Pie. <laughs> I was like, oh. Now, I was too little to know that it was a raunchy movie, but my mom was like, that's like one of the most sexual movies like <laughs> ever. They, they asked for their money back. They thought it was going to be about like the 1950s. Aww. Like, oh, American Pie? Yeah, they thought it was going to be like a biopic. That's so funny. Ooh. Yeah, I just thought about that. They were disgusted. <laughs> okay, ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right, apple pie or pecan pie? Do you say pecan or pecan? Pecan. I've never pecan, had pecan pie, but I think it would be really yummy. Although apple pie is All a right. staple, so I'm going to go with apple pie. All right, do apple. 72% of people agree with us. They would rather do apple. Mm. Blueberry or cherry? Hmm, I've never had cherry pie. <laughs> is that what it- you're picking? No, I, I never had it, so I don't know. I, blueberry. <laughs> you want blueberry? Choice. Yeah, because I've had it, yeah. Yeah, I agree with blueberry. Uh, 54% of people agree with us. Agree with, yeah, us. Pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie? Now, if you've never had had pie, you've definitely never had sweet potato pie because sweet potato pie is a black staple. I mean, white people can have sweet potato pie, too. But any of my black listeners are like, like, I never, I had a white Thanksgiving and I've also gone to a black Thanksgiving. I'm biracial. I can say this. Everybody shut the fuck up. I only ever at my, my black relatives ever had sweet potato pie. And I'm picking sweet potato pie. Yeah. I've always heard that it was amazing. And I really would like to try it one day if you want to bring me a slice. Um, But because I love sweet potatoes, but. (laughs) Me too. But I really love pumpkin pie too. See, pumpkin pie is a little too, it's too spicy. I want something, if I'm sitting down to eat a dessert, I want a dessert. Mm. Like, I want it to taste like cake. Like, I want it to be sweet. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm not into that. I like, I'm going to go with pumpkin. Okay. Um, 79% of people disagree with us. Everybody else would rather have pumpkin pie. Well, fuck you. We'll have more, more for us. Okay. Lemon meringue pie or chocolate meringue pie? Ooh. Ooh. I love both. Yeah, I'm going to say lemon. I've gotten into, like, lemony flavors. Citrusy? Yeah. I never went into that, but. Tomorrow my answer might change, but today I'm PMSing, so I'm going to choose chocolate. So this was an even split, 50-50. Awesome. Interesting. Okay, coconut cream pie or banana Mm. cream pie? Oh, I've had banana cream pie actually, and I love it. So I, banana. I don't. I can't do bananas. 
I choose Fine. coconut cream. 57. And they both sound amazing. They do. 57% of people agree with you. Okay. Hmm. Peach pie or strawberry rhubarb? What is rhubarb? Rhubarb is, um, a, it's like a, I don't know if the rhubarb is the fruit or if rhubarb is the stalk of the fruit, but it's like a tangy, I've had rhubarb pie before, strawberry rhubarb pie. It's like a more sour than sweet. Ooh, yeah, I, I'll choose that. It sounds good. Okay, I'm doing peach pie because I love peaches. 55% of people agree with me, peach pie. I just think some things shouldn't be made into a dessert, and I feel like peach is not a dessert flavor. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I'm completely truthful. Peach is the sweetest fruit. What are you talking about? But it's, like, weird tasting. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Are you weirded out by the fuzz? No, like the no, skin? no. I think, I think the, the actual taste is a little odd, but, I mean, we could dis- we could agree to disagree as well, we Well, okay. I just don't, <laughs> I just don't understand. I'm appalled. I'm appalled. This friendship is over. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> anyway, looking forward to episode six. Don't, because it's over. <laughs> um, okay, this one I've never heard of. Chess pie, spelt like the game. Um, and key lime pie. Let me actually Google right now. What's in yeah. chess pie? I'm going to say key lime. I've never had it, but it looks good. I've never had key lime pie either. I do like limes, so I love limes. I like citrus. Okay, the basic chess pie recipe calls for the preparation of single crust filling composed of flour, butter, sugar, eggs. Some variations call for the additional addition of cornmeal stabilizing agent in the filling. Many recipes call for acids such as vinegar, buttermilk, or lemon. That doesn't tell me anything. What? <laughs> it doesn't tell you the flavor. Let's see. Chess pie has a Wikipedia page. Ooh. Let's see. I don't trust Wikipedia. Ever. No, me neither. So I'm assuming, oh, it's sweet and savory? It still doesn't tell us much. <laughs> told That told me nothing. Variations. Okay, lemon chest pie or vinegar pie. What? Oh, gross. What? I feel like we don't have all the information. I'm yeah. going to pick key lime pie. I'm going to go 78% of people agree with us. Ooh, this what? is going to be a tough one. Wait, did you, you said you never had key lime pie? No, never. Me neither. Let's make it a mission to eat it, and we will post our our review on the Instagram. Okay, I feel like a diner would have some really great. Yeah. Yep. Probably. Key lime pie. All right. Oh, like waitress, sugar, butter, flour. <laughs> oh God. Um, <laughs> wait, this is so Jenna. This quiz is so Jenna. 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 Um, Deep shit blueberry bacon. <laughs> Sorry. Deep dish. <laughs> Sorry, Kale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, My husband's an asshole pie. <laughs> I don't want Earl's baby pie. <laughs> Betrayed by my eggs pie. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Only the problem people know. Focus <laughs> on the negative. Okay. Uh, choc- <laughs> chocolate cream pie or peanut butter pie? Chocolate cream. Oh, shit. I'm PMSing. I'm going to choose peanut butter pie. <laughs> um, Chocolate cream won. 58% agreed with you. That sounds very good. Mississippi mud pie 
or buttermilk pie? Hmm, I don't know. Mississippi mud sounds like chocolate, so it is. It's, it's delicious. Seventy-six percent mm-hmm. of people agree with us. Banoffee pie or custard pie? This looks like from the photo, like a coconut, walnut, pecan crust with some chocolate or could be nougat (laughs) filling (laughs) with sliced bananas and like a cream. That sounds amazing. I'm going to go with that one. Or custard. I'm going with the first one, whatever it was called. (laughs) I'm not into bananas, so I'm going to do custard. 56% of people agree with me hmm. and that's it that's it for the uh for a little this, would you rather yeah for the would you rather now i think to wrap it up in lieu of thanksgiving we should say one thing that we are or three things that we're thankful for yes because if i did just one i would just say you and i know that you probably would say me and so we should just extend it oh yep you <laughs> would do okay <laughs> Um, I'll go first. Um, I'm thankful for your friendship. Um, you would think that we're dating the amount of times that we tell each other in a week how much we appreciate each other. Oh yeah, we're going on a date tonight. Like we we are. We're gonna go see A Star Is Born, and I I mean, there's no pressure for you to like this movie, Cap. But if you don't like it, just delete my number. Okay. 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 Yeah. Cool. You're gonna lo- you're gonna love me forever for showing you this film. Maybe you go. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm thankful for you and your friendship. Truly, you're like a sister to me, and I just I really love you. Oh. Um, I'm thankful for my family. I know it sounds really corny and very generic, but my family's been through some tough shit, and there are times when we don't talk, but we always come together and we always pull through. Um, I think you'd agree with that, Cap. You've observed some. some ups and downs yeah definitely (laughs) and I am thankful for my sense of humor Mm. because I believe that laughter is medicine and even if I'm having a bad day I'm always able to laugh my way through it and make jokes Jokes. (laughs) I love that those are great grateful things and imagine thank you like you probably feel great right now after talking about those things imagine doing it every night you're going to love it. I'm super excited for you. I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay. I'm so excited. Okay, go ahead. Great some of my dinner now. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> the joke's to a minimum. <laughs> I'm sorry, my bratty is coming out. Um, I, I am grateful. Oh, God, there's so many things, and I feel like I have to say you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I take mine. I take number one back. I'm about to say I am truly. I wrote about you today in a blog post. I didn't read it yet. Yeah, I know your big <laughs> ass didn't read it because you did about it. <laughs> Let's see. I hid it in there. Let's see if they actually read my stuff. So, oh shit! No, I am very very grateful for Simone. I wrote an article today, basically about. Um, Toxic relations. Don't spoil it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I have to <laughs> Simone, these are my things. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I wrote a blog basically about removing toxic people from your life, and I just wrote about how grateful I am that I have a wonderful friendship with Simone because it really is – I've had trouble with um, girl relationships all my life because it yeah. just mm-hmm. never worked out. 
and I don't know ours we just we're on the same wavelength we we just work we we're just we're so synced it's ridiculous uh yeah it's kind of weird how synced we are it's very it's strange very strange but I love it and I'm very grateful for you I love that we're having a date tonight I love spending time with you and I don't know we text all day like we're basically dating so <laughs> we're in a relationship oh, Skylar is in a thruple he's in a thruple sorry he enjoys it but <laughs> so I'm very grateful for you I am also grateful for cat it's thankful it's Thanksgiving oh fuck thankful <laughs> I am thankful for <laughs> I can't think okay. with you laughing so much okay so I'm going to pull my microphone away. Second, I am grateful for the opportunity to learn about meditating. This week, I've done a lot of meditating, and um, it's really interesting to explore, and I'm glad that I'm able to get into it and that I'm able to do it. Very grateful for that. And third, hmm, what am I grateful for? Skylar. Yeah. No. (laughs) I am very <laughs> I mean no no I mean. it's hard because like I want to say all these cliche things but I'm trying to steer away from them great let me be the corny one who yeah. cries on the yeah. podcast thanks a lot I'm also very grateful for my boyfriend I know that's very Aww. I know it's very cliche but Simone started off the cliche um vibe so I guess I have to continue it or else I'm the crazy one so yeah I'm a cornball I can't help but we love you for it um yeah I'm very grateful for him going back to the article I wrote a little bit about that just how it's my first you know serious healthy adult relationship and it's really he's basically the the boy version of Simone and so it just works (laughs) it just works like we're on the same wavelength and we could just be complete idiots together and also have lots of love so (laughs) yeah he's just as beautiful as me he's just as funny he's just as smart as me I mean he's just as wonderful as me yeah okay back to you that's why it works (laughs) oh man well we better start to get ready because we have a date to get to oh yes the movie will not wait for us I'm very excited star is born we're gonna talk about you're gonna want to talk about it the whole episode uh six which I'm totally okay with because I need someone that will analyze it the way that I will I know that you're gonna see it the same way I do well, so you've seen really it four times it. so it's yeah oh yeah this is my fourth time seeing this, this is and I've never I've never been affected by a movie this way this is the fourth time I've seen it I am a missionary for this film it's I'm, mandatory I'm excited I hope sometimes when people hype things up too much it ruins it but I I have a good feel. Here's the thing. I know you. And I know that if a lot of people like it, you're like, <laughs> no, it's not for me. Yep. Um, and I know that I've hyped it up a lot, but I've hyped this movie up the same way you hyped up Spring Awakening. And I'm obsessed with that too. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So it's the same. You're going to love it. It's, it's, it's freaking fantastic. I trust your judgment. I'm so excited. Well, I'm going to be listening to the soundtrack on my way to the theater. <laughs> Awesome. I can't wait. All right. Well, I guess that was our fifth episode. We hope you guys enjoyed. There was no talk of This Is Us. We apologize. 
Um, yeah, we're sorry. Bye week. I don't know if it, yeah, we either missed an episode or they're on hiatus. Who knows? But we will be back next, not next weekend. We will be back in two weekends talking about it again, yeah. hopefully, because I'm sure a bunch of stuff is about to go down in the Pearson household. Yes, I can't wait. Ugh. I can't wait. The big three, baby. The big three. I'm going to start crying just thinking <laughs> about that. The big three. Okay. We need to change the subject. <laughs> we'll bring tissues tonight because you're going to be bawling in the theater okay. for real. So guys, thank you for listening to episode five. Again, we are so grateful that our audience keeps building. Um, feel free to check out our pretty roughness at the pretty rough podcast on Instagram. We post really funny, super embarrassing videos and photos of ourselves uh, mostly me because I'm the embarrassing one in this relationship but Kat's gonna try to get a little bit more rough um also if you have any questions comments concerns any funny stories you'd like to send us please email those to pretty rough podcast at gmail.com all of those links can be found on our Instagram so remember be nice to each other because life is pretty rough bye guys